This is a teaching message from Church of the Living Water of Austin. So we are in the midst of our teaching on God's purpose for the family. We are on the section addressing daughters, women, wives, and mothers. And we began last week talking about raising a virtuous woman. And we spent time last week, and we'll quickly review. I'm not saying much or too much concerning last week. But what I wanted you to get out of last week was God's, uh, the role of the female in God's redemptive plan. And we looked at the daughters, the five daughters of Zelophehad, and they brought a case before Moses. And without going all into the details, we said pretty much this is the, the end of it. Females are no less important to God than males are in God's desire to fill the earth with the knowledge of him. No less important. See, when a father has a legacy to leave, that legacy is not left to a son. It's supposed to be carried on by the daughter just as well as the son. And... and we looked at that, and it seemed like it was just dropped in the middle of Numbers, really near the end of Numbers. And, but I believe that God put this in the Holy Scriptures to help straighten out our thinking concerning females of the home. The females are to represent and carry on the legacy of the Father just as much as any son is. And so we don't want people putting all of their efforts in raising the son to be a man of God and forsake that God had a plan and has a plan for the females of the home. You know, you get men for whatever reason and I want a son, I want a son. Well, in all honesty, it's all right. God's still going to work mightily through son or daughter. Now, we made this statement. And again, I told you it seemed like it was funny, but it was really not meant to be funny. But only daughters can become virtuous women. And that's important because there's a distinction that belongs to the female alone that the male cannot have. This belongs to females only. And so the point is that the virtuous woman knows there's a difference between males and females. And she's all right with the difference. Not making a big deal that... The male is having this and I'm having that. No, she understands that God has a plan for me wherever I am. And I don't need to compete with the male. And the same token, you know, we do have gender confusion going on today, and we spoke a little bit about that. And I do believe it's just bad influence. Uh, but I want you to know I'm speaking to believers. And again, I want you to make sure you understand that even though people are believers, we still are touched with the cares and with the foolishness of this world. And so it's very possible that these things get in our minds. So we spent a little time on that. But really one point I, I didn't get a chance to make at the end. We were talking about the gender confusion and how um, the enemy wants to sow seeds in your mind and get you thinking the wrong way. Is that the point is that just because, you know, say you're a female and you like rough stuff. They call that a tomboy, right? Just because you're a tomboy, don't let somebody tell you that there's something different than what God has in store for you. The end is still to be a virtuous woman. Hallelujah. Because in this world, they see something like that, and they immediately want to plant a seed. Oh, you might be in the wrong. No. <laughs> You're where you need to be. And understand this. this. Being a virtuous woman, we'll see these things. 
it's not necessarily about your likes or dislikes. You know, you like to work on cars. That doesn't mean you're not a versus woman. <laughs> you know, come on now. You like wrestling. It doesn't mean that you're not a versus woman. You know, get all those things out of your head. Don't let people plant seeds in your head otherwise. Regardless of the beginning, I'm talking to you females, your end destination is to be a virtuous woman. Listen to that. Let it simmer in your spirit for a little bit. I don't care where you began. I don't care where you started. God has plans for you. Hallelujah. Don't we say it before we get started? And the devil won't be able to stop me. See, the devil wants to put those seeds to thwart God's plans, the end destination he has for you. But I don't care where you start. God is able to take you from wherever you start to get you to the point of being a virtuous woman. Hallelujah. But the question is, where do virtuous women come from? And I'll have you to know that they don't grow on trees. We say that about money, right? Our children want money. Money doesn't grow on trees. We need, hey, there's some work that goes behind the production of the money. <laughs> money just doesn't miraculous. Versus woman, there's no big bang that happens. And you go from wherever you start to suddenly, bam, now I'm a versus woman. Just all overnight. It doesn't happen that way. There has to be some cultivating. There has to be some forming. There has to be some transforming. Somebody has to have hands of influence. Hands of counsel. And when I say hands of influence, hands of counsel, they can't just be there for a second. They can't just be there for a moment. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. Because virtuous women have to be raised, cultivated, and nurtured to be virtuous. You know, I like that. Raised, cultivated, nurtured. Makes you think of gardening. And some people have a green thumb. And some people don't. And typically the difference, and I believe the same with cooking. Typically the difference is that the green thumb just keeps their thumb on it. <laughs> They're constantly paying attention to it. They're constantly weeding Constantly feeding. See, just the same with cooking. Here's what I typically find with cooks. Those who can't cook, they start, then they get distracted. They come back, oh, I forgot it was in the oven. That's how things get burnt. Because you don't keep your thumb on it. You start it, but then you walk away. I'm telling you, versus women just don't grow on trees. They are brought up on purpose. That really is the key word for today, for me. They are brought up on purpose. Hallelujah. They have to be brought up on purpose. You know why? Because all versus women have this start. They're born in sin. Every hallelujah, glory to your name. No, you didn't get that. I don't care where you begin. There's a destination you can go to that God has for you. Now, when you see a virtuous woman today, she wasn't always a virtuous woman. Now, we look at people and we just see where they are now and we think they've always been that way. 
No, they had a start. But somebody raised. Somebody cultivated. Somebody nurtured. Somebody kept their thumb on them. But they all had to start. Uh, they were born in sin. I know, we especially as Christians who have been in the way a lot, we don't like to hear people tell us where we started from, even us where we came from. You were foolish. You were a straight-up sinner. Your thoughts were foul. Your acts were foul. Your deeds were foul. But thank God. And I want to... I want to draw your memory back to... There's a reason why when we started all this, we talked about Abram. And God said, get you out. Get out. Get out from where? Get out from where you started from. That would equate to our start in sin. And God said, Abraham, I got to get you out of this environment because I got to get the world out of you. (laughs) Hallelujah. So we see Abraham, but Abraham wasn't always Abraham. He started as Abram in a wrong place, but God pulled him out of that place. Got the world out of him and put God into him. And we get to see the story of Abram and Abra- uh, turn into Abraham, but he just humbled himself. Let God do a mighty work. So even though you might start out in sin, even though you might start out in the wrong position, God can turn it around. <laughs> see, the thing about Abraham is Abraham had to get in God's flow. He had to get away from what the world said he was. What he was bound to be. He had to get into gospel. So that's why God had to take him out of that environment. And I, I believe in a lot of cases, if we see ourselves not going down the road to being a virtuous woman, we need to get out of that environment. Hmm. So let's talk about purpose. You who are parents... You who are guardians, you who are counselors, when it comes to, you know, you're a parent, you have a female, or you're counseling some female, or, you know, you're a guardian to some female, you have to look on that female with purpose in mind. Amen. You have to look on them with purpose in mind. And by that, I don't know how best to say that other than, you know, you pass some people on the street and... You don't think twice about them. You know, their life is their life. What they're doing is they're doing. And I have nothing to do with them. But when you look at these that you have influence over, you have to look on them with purpose in mind. You see, because when you look at them with purpose in mind, it dictates your behavior, how you deal with them. You have to see those females and make up in your mind when you see those females. You're going to be a virtuous woman. Amen. Which means I'm going to do my part to make sure that you are equipped to be a virtuous woman. That's when you look with purpose on mine. You know, sometimes, this is sad, we've got to say this about fathers, but a lot of times fathers look at their big children and say, man, you're going to make me some money. See, you look at them with purpose in mind. Well, you're going to do some great things on the court. They look at them with purpose in mind. 
the wrong purpose, but they look at them with purpose in mind. You know, we got a daughter who can sing, oh, you're going to make me some money. See, we look at them with purpose, the wrong purpose in mind. But we want to get our minds on God's purpose. And I, I, I love this about the verse this woman. She doesn't have to be able to sing. She doesn't have to be able to sew. Doesn't have to be a, a corporate raider. <laughs> doesn't have to have a fancy job. Doesn't have to have a high name. But each and every female, God has a destination for you to be a virtuous woman. But those, remember, they don't grow on trees. Somebody has to influence them. Somebody has to cultivate them. Somebody has to raise them. Somebody has to nurture them. And if you're going to do that, you have to look on these females with purpose in mind. You will be a virtuous woman. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. What you're doing is you're setting your resolve to see it through no matter the cause. Just like when we talk about the, the men see their children, their sons as athletically inclined. They go out and they spend money to send them to camps. Hard-earned money. So they say, because they have that resolve, I will apply my resources to see this thing comes to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. I'm telling you, sometimes we've got to watch our conversations. Because our conversations aren't born of God's purpose. We have opportunities to sow some things into these females' lives. But we don't have the right resolve. You're setting your resolve to see it through no matter the cost. Amen. I'm telling you, you have to understand this. They don't grow on trees. It will take some time. See, that's why I say purpose is the key word for me today. Because we have to look on them with purpose. They're raised on purpose. Purpose makes way for patience. And why is patience needed? Because it's not going to be an overnight change. It's not going to, it's going to seem like it happened suddenly, but I guarantee you, I guarantee it didn't happen suddenly. You know, that's why you, you read about these famous entertainers and like, man, it seemed like overnight they came out of nowhere. Then they tell you the story. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> I was a starving, starving artist for a long time. I was doing things and you didn't buy my record. <laughs> I just finally got with the right thing. You, you don't understand. Pay, purpose makes way for patience. See, you got to set your resolve. Because when you do have, especially as a parent, when you have influence over a child, the child's going to be like a, a wild bronco. Oh, no, they don't like to be ridden. Oh, no, they're going to fight the riding. You want to ride me? I am going to show you. I'm going to make it hard for you. You have to want this more than I want to fight it. You have to have a resolve that is stronger than mine. But I want, you, I want to let you know, eventually that Bronco gets tired. See, but you have to have the green thumb. You have to be the good cook. You can't be the one who starts something and say, yeah, you know, I'll come back later. You've got to stay with it. See, you've got to set your result. No, you will be a virtuous woman. I don't care how much you disobey me. I don't care how much you do not follow the instructions. You will be a virtuous woman. I'm sick of you. You will be a virtuous woman. You make me sick. You will be a virtuous woman. 
Oh, no, no, they want to pull this out. I'm going to go to daddy's house. You will be a virtuous woman. See, purpose makes way for patience. Because in all honesty, I know it's not going to be overnight. And I know there's going to be some resistance. But I have a resolve. I know your end. I'm going to do my part. See, purpose makes way for patience, but purpose will not allow you to waste time. It means you will make good every opportunity. I mean, you will turn it into a teaching moment. You will instruct them about what they need to change and why it turns out the way it didn't turn out so good. And you'll point them right back to God and God's purpose, God's desire, God's expected end. See, and you think you're bucking me, but you're bucking God. See, and I can't always be with you, and so you might get away with some things as far as I'm concerned, but with God, you're not getting away with anything. And He's going to bring these things back on you because you're not anybody's child. You're my child. You're not under anybody's influence. You're under my influence. And I got a direct line with the Master. How did I get caught? Nobody else got caught. I got a direct line with the master because I have a resolve. You will be a virtuous woman. And other women may be able to act out of line and it not be bad with them. It's going to be bad with you. Purpose won't allow you to waste time. Making good of every opportunity. Know that the process takes time, people. But you can't fall asleep during the process. (laughs) It's going to take time. This is what is called parenting. You don't necessarily have to be a parent, but this is parenting. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Everybody wants a baby. Look how cute my baby is. Look at these pictures. Oh, you see them wearing this. You see them wearing that. You see them in this. Oh, look at their first steps. There's a process coming. And you're going to have to parent. You know, I got a little baby. You think you're a parent. You ain't a parent. That bronco hasn't got its legs underneath him. But it's coming. Oh, trust me. It is coming. Tell me you tired chasing a little baby. Oh, you don't know tired yet. That's why, you know, you get up here and you dedicate the baby. And you do dedicate babies. (laughs) And it's more than just an informal process. You're making a vow before God that when they grow up and when they finally do start bucking, I'm going to ride them all the way, God, until they submit themselves. That's parenting. Parenting is not for the weak of mind, for those who are easily tired, not for the lazy. <laughs> Got to have a resolve. So know that the process takes time. But as a parent, you're a manager of the process. Hallelujah. You know what, God? God gives you all the equipment. You just manage the process. It's just like you go on your job. They hire you for a job and say, now, this is what you do. All the equipment for what you need to do, they provide. But they direct you in the process. So it is with God. God equips you. But he gives you the direction to take. You just have to work it as he lays it out for you. This is why every time you come into service... When the word of God goes forward, that's God directing. So now you're in the middle of my process. See, see, because you know, children are the Lord's heritage. The fruit of the womb is his reward. 
And so you have, put, you have signed up in my company. And you're producing my product. And I'm equipping you with everything you need. Here are the, here are the standards. Here are the work instructions. But we, we think we know better than God. God gives us work instructions, but God, I think I know a better way. God's like, I'm not taking any suggestions. There is no, you know, we have little drop boxes about suggestions and how to improve. God says, I don't have a box like that. I don't. Because <laughs> you don't know. You don't have the education. There's not a school on earth that gives you this kind of education. And even if it did, I see how you are in church. You didn't get it all. So God is directing us. Now, he's the one telling us right now, here is the direction you need to take in this process. You have to set your resolve. You've got to be resolved. You've got to know this. You can't be lazy. <laughs> we have to look at them with purpose. You will be a virtuous woman. <laughs> and I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how much you fight me. You will be a virtuous woman. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. <laughs> and, and there will be benefits at the end. Trust me. There will be benefits at the end. I'm talking to the parents now. Oh, what was me? You know, at the end of the day, go cry to God. Close the door. Don't let them see you. Go cry to God. Let it all out before God. God's like, I know. I understand. Go ahead and cast them on me, but you're on my process. You're doing my work. But in the end, you'll see, because you stayed the course, oh, you will be glorifying God for that great and wonderful product of a virtuous woman that didn't grow on trees. Somebody raised them. Somebody cultivated. Somebody nurtured. Hmm. Now, turn to Proverbs chapter 31. Okay, we're going to have to move a little bit quickly through here. Now, what I want you to see, a couple things I want to make sure that you see is, we want to see the qualities of a versus woman, and I want you to see the key to a versus woman's success. Okay? Once you see the qualities of a virtuous woman. Now, we know Proverbs chapter 31. But what I want you to see you know, is, is interesting. I guess it's interesting. But when you look at the qualities of a virtuous woman, they start being listed there, in, uh, starting around verse 10 of Proverbs 31. But what I want to draw your attention to first, before we read anything, is the end. I want you to see Proverbs 31 verse 30. Because here is the key to the success of the virtuous woman. Verse 30 says, Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. That's the key to the virtuous woman's success. You know, it lists all these things, but then it gives you, well, here's why you have all these things before this. Because she fears the Lord. In other words, God has her heart. And you don't get that. God has her heart. We always have to be very careful when we teach these things, especially about people's character, where this character comes from. It comes from a heart that is given to God. And so when we raise, when we cultivate, when we nurture these females to be virtuous women, we set their hearts toward God. Now, now, understand this. When we raise children, we want them to obey the laws of the land. And that's a good thing. We want them to be 
be upright and we want them to be responsible and want them to be thoughtful, but we want it to come from a heart that is turned toward God. Because I want you to know this. Let's say you become a versus woman. Let's say you are a versus woman. Amen. We'll get to it. But trust me, uh, somebody's going to challenge how much of a virtuous woman you are. Okay, and if your heart's not toward God, you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to take off the earrings today. I'm going to take off the shoes today. And I'm going to put them back on later on. But no, no, that, that's not. Your heart has to be toward God to begin with. And I guess it's interesting that it's at the end here, but keep your ribbon there. But if you look at Proverbs, well, I'll read it for you. Proverbs 1 and 7. Okay, there you are. Proverbs 1 and 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. This is where it all begins. In other words, everything, all the wisdom you get out of Proverbs, it begins here. With the fear of the Lord. All of this is born of that because a lot of times we will try to mimic behaviors, but not have a heart that is toward God. And that's when we find it so, so difficult. Now, I want you to understand again, you will be challenged no matter what. But when your heart is not toward God, there's no staying power. Back to Proverbs chapter 31. You know, I like this too. Because Proverbs 31 comes from the counsel of a woman. It's, it's wisdom of a mother shared with her son. And she said, it starts with the fear of the Lord, son. Amen. That's how you're supposed to pick them. That's where it begins. If she's not walking with the Lord, she ain't for you. Amen. Proverbs 31, verse 10. Let's start here. Let's move. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Now, let me say this. Because people read this, and I think a lot of times people get it in their mind that when it says who can find a virtuous woman, it's trying to say that the virtuous woman is a rare commodity. And I don't believe that's the case. I believe it's speaking more about a virtuous woman's quality. And I like how they... Liken it to rubies. Because in all honesty, just because you didn't marry a versus woman doesn't mean versus woman weren't out there. Oh, I didn't get, any, I didn't get too many amens on that one. I didn't hear any base on that one. I understand. But just because you're not with a versus woman doesn't mean versus woman weren't out there when you were on your hunt. See, rubies are a gemstone. And trust me, rubies are out there. If you want, rubies are out there. Just because you don't have one doesn't mean that they're not out there. It means you don't have one. See, it's a gemstone. There are plenty of common stones. Oh, no, no. You, you, you. See, I'm sure I could go out into the parking lot right now and find a common stone. But that's for those who are in a hurry. Again, y'all aren't with me. Y'all don't hear me this morning. <laughs> there are many common stones out there. See, but a ruby takes a little work to get to. Hallelujah. See, a common stone lets you pick them up. A ruby, you have to work to get. And when you find it, then you find out, it costs how much? Yes, it costs that much. 
The rubies are here if you want them. But if you want a cornerstone, you need to leave the ruby alone. Let's keep moving. I, I can't stop here. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good, not evil, all the days of her life. See, that's a ruby. <laughs> that's not a common stone. <laughs> Hallelujah. She makes me sick. You know, there are many common stones out there, but rubies were available too. Don't get mad because you picked up the common stone and said, I'm satisfied. Verse 13, she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth the field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor, yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girdle, girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing. And she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously but thou excellest them all. Oh, I love it. Again, to me that says, there are, many one, there are many that do all right, but the versus woman, no, 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 no. No, everybody wanted that versus woman, but you worked for her. Favor is deceitful. Beauty is vain. See, that's a common stone. See, you can find ladies with favor. You can find ladies that look good. Even at that, some of them look good because they have ten tons of makeup on. But nonetheless... If you're looking for a common stone, you won't dig deep. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Now, here are the qualities of a versus woman uh, that are found here in Proverbs 31. Now, there are more than this that are found here, but these are the ones I, I want to make mention of. And, and understand this, okay? And, and we'll probably say this later on, but the females need to see this. No, no, they need to see this. It's an amazing thing to me because I think of policemen, right? When, when police are having issues in the neighborhood, uh, or, or not in the neighborhood, but let's say the police are having issues hiring certain people, maybe out of certain neighborhoods. You know what they're going to do? They're going to set up special visits to the neighborhood. Why? So that the children can see them. Because when the children see them, then the children will desire to be like them. See, as long as it's far off, as long as there's no living example, it's hard to imagine. But the females need to see this. See, when they see this, then they can put their hands around and wrap and say, you know what, I can be this too. But here are the qualities. It begins here, her service to the Lord. Her service to the Lord. That's the first quality you've got to remember. Her heart is sincere 
towards the Lord. You know, one way that the females will see a virtuous woman with a heart sincere to the Lord? When she prays. Females need to see ladies being praying women. And again, understand this. While you have your hands of influence upon them, they may not be praying like you're praying. But you have a resolve. You will be a virtuous woman. <laughs> Keep it up. Her service to the Lord. Another quality. Her experience. Amen. Oh, amen. What I mean by this? She's not unproven. Amen. She's not unproven. Listen to this. You will be tested. Your virtue, you know what virtue is, right? It's excellence. Your excellence will be tested. Take that to the bank and cash it. It's going to be tested. The virtuous woman passes. <laughs> the virtuous woman is going to pass. You will be tested. Somebody's going to want to sleep with you before the time. How excellent are you? And they're going to be your type. They're going to be the kind you like. They're going to have the silver tongue. They're going to be well-dressed, well-groomed, money in their pocket. They're going to attend church. But your excellence is being tested. The verses one passes. And I want to let you know, it's a pass or fail class. Ooh. Oh, get, uh, uh, stay with me. Oh, man, I, I can't spend time on this like I want to. But it's pass or fail class. But get this. Here's the lovely thing. You get to take the class again. Whether you pass or fail. <laughs> now, you missed that, didn't you? <laughs> See, just like our Lord, after he had fasted, he hungered and the enemy came to tempt him. He passed. The enemy said, don't worry, I'm coming back again. There'll be another season. I'm watching you. So whether you pass or fail, you get to take the class over again. And when you pass, the more confidence you have for the next test. When you fail, thank God that there's another opportunity coming around that I'm going to get it right. But it's going to be tested. And the versus woman has been proven Amen. I'm telling you, there's just something different about an experienced woman versus a child. Don't marry a child. Hallelujah. Marry somebody experienced. See, the experienced person you can trust in. They've shown themselves to be excellent. What we see is we, we see potential in people. You fool. Potential is exactly that, not realized. And then when you come to realize it was just potential, it's too late. Who can find a virtuous woman? See, there, there are many common stones that were out there. You just couldn't wait. So you got your common stone now. But th don't say that, oh, there are no virtuous No, there are plenty out there. They just had more sense than to deal with you. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Okay, I, I got to keep moving. Her service to the Lord. Her experience. 
She's not unproven. She's been tested and she's come through. Her clothing. Her clothing. Let me say that again. Her clothing. What she wears. I want you to pay attention to clothing in the Old Testament. Oh man, I, you know, it's, 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 when I wrote this down, it seemed like it'd be so quick to go through. But you got to pay attention to clothing in the Old Testament, especially as it regards females. Yeah. There's an example of, now I'm forgetting their names suddenly, Ammon and, and Tamar, Amnon and Tamar. Remember that? But, but remember what Tamar was wearing before of that, before that incident. She was dressed in clothes that the king's daughters who were virgins wore. So there are certain clothes that virgins wore. Uh, and again, for those of you who are Bible scholars, I'll, I'll say, there's another Tamar in the Bible. There's Judah's Tamar. And Judah's Tamar was a widow, and there was specific clothing that widows wore. But then she went out to play the harlot, and she had to change her clothes. Hallelujah. Your attire speaks to your character. It speaks to what you will and what you will not do. What you will and what you will not allow. See, virtuous women don't dress like all other women. Versus women don't reveal what all other women reveal. See, rubies versus common stones. See, common stones reveal a lot. Common stones will put on things just because the world does. My goodness. Your attire is more than your clothing. Oh, my goodness. My God. My God. It's more than your clothing. You see, because when you get tatted up, well, that's not my clothing. Yeah, but that's what common stones do. And it speaks. You see, you just did what somebody else did not know, and it speaks. It sends a message. I'm speaking from the standard of God. I don't care what you've already done. That does not change the standard of God. Because you didn't know and did it, doesn't mean that you're innocent. You still violated the standard of God. But know this. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. God's not holding against you when you did it in ignorance. But know that it still was against the standard of God. You just did what the world did. You did it ignorantly, but you did what the world did. And I'm here to give you God's direction. It was sending a message. You didn't even know it. That's why people treated you the way they treated you. They treated you like a common stone because you wore the garments of a common stone. Jezebel's marking spoke to what she was into. It was more than just makeup. It's what she was into. It spoke that God was not her authority. And if God was not her authority, I can get away with anything with her. Hallelujah. Moving on, because y'all don't want to hear that. Her service to the Lord. Her experience. Her clothing. Her speech. She doesn't talk too much. Hallelujah. And when she does talk, it's controlled. She speaks with wisdom. She speaks discreetly. She doesn't put all her business out there for everybody to know. See, 
there's a difference in an experienced woman versus an unexperienced woman. See, these are traits of an experienced woman. Her focus, it's another quality. Family is her focus. She will do what she needs to do to take care of the family, to take care of her household. No, let me say it. She will do what she needs to do to take care of the household. Household comes before her cares. She will take the role of domestic support or whatever is needed in order to support her family and keep them upheld. Oh, you don't understand this. She'll walk away from great riches to make sure their family is taken care of. She will leave the career that she's worked on to take care of her family. Make sure they're first. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. You know, now, now, now it's getting down to the nitty gritty. And some of us are like, I'm a versus. Wait, 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 wait. She will take on whatever role. Because family comes first. Where does this come from? Her heart is toward the Lord. God has her heart. So it's not all about her. Her speech, her focus, her work ethic. <laughs> Man. She's going to work. She's not lazy. And, and, and here's this. She doesn't have to have a job, a secular job, for this work ethic. Amen. See, because family comes first and she will put her efforts, all of her efforts, to make sure that her family is taken care of. Her greatest work is in the home and for her family. Listen to this. Domestic duties don't define the female. Doesn't make you a, 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 a virtuous woman. But they're not to be ignored. No, no, you didn't get that, did you? You see, because we've we got too many ladies nowadays. Here we go. I don't need to know how to cook. Yeah, but you know what? In all honesty, he doesn't he didn't need to choose you either. See, but a virtuous woman says, All right, if I need to cook... I'm going to learn how to cook. Amen. Glory to your name. Some, some of you brothers. Hallelujah. Glory. You know, you're saying under your breath, pray for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. But again, it's not that. It's not that she had to learn how to cook before she was a virtuous woman. But a virtuous woman would take on whatever role she will suit her husband. She doesn't go in there and making demands. Now, you see, here's how it's going to be. You're going to support my career. And because I got my career just as much as you have your career. No, that's not the discussion you have with a virtuous woman. Oh, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm on my own up here today. Especially after making those statements. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's the truth. I don't iron clothes, but you know what? She's going to do whatever she needs to do. You may not have grown up needing to iron, but you will put on whatever you need to put on as a virtuous woman to make sure that household is taken care of. And it doesn't take money to be a virtuous woman. So you may not have money for new clothes for your home, but you will learn how to sew. 
I'm sorry. I, I, I just overstepped the mountains there, right? Her focus, her work ethic. And, and get this. The versus woman is not idle. And she, when she's not idle, she can't be a busybody. She can't be in other people's business. Because she's got enough business of her own. And busybody isn't only getting information from somebody else. It's also sharing your own information. She's too busy to let out what's going on in her own home to other people. The husband's not going to come home and talk to his wife about, why did Sally let me know about what was going on in my home? Last quality I want to make mention of. Her submission to her husband. If she's married. You don't have to be married to be a virtuous woman. No, the idea is that you are a virtuous woman who ends up being married. But if you are a virtuous woman who is married, here's a quality that must be in place. Submission to the husband. And I am out of time. These are some qualities. They can't just be on paper. Because when they're on paper, they turn into fairy tales. But when they take up breath, when they're actually in motion, actually active, then things are different. Then you take away all excuses. See, see here's the thing you need to say. You need to say, you're going to be a virtuous woman. Watch me. Stand to your feet. This has been a teaching message from Church of the Living Water at Austin. For more information about our ministry, please go to our website at livingwateraustin.net.